Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Neo Starling, and I'm here with another episode. So I was uh, reading a lot about philosophy the other day and how could I try to incorporate more philosophical beliefs in my talks, which is something that I've wanted to do for a while. And it's funny because I was telling this to somebody and she was like, so you want to add more philosophical talks to your show as opposed to what you're doing now? <laughs> so apparently she believes this is something I'm doing already. But with that said, I still would like to uh, exercise my my mental capacity to be able to produce more of this material. So that's what I want to start doing. And um, I wanted to talk about a particular topic and I wanted to talk about your shadow, uh, Carl Jung in particular. He says that knowing your own darkness is the best method for dealing with the darkness of other people. And I found that to be very interesting because there's a lot of misconceptions about the way that quote is taken. And it's often taken out of context because a lot of people are saying, so what you're trying to say is, is that you have to become like this sort of like pseudo villain in order for you to get anywhere in life. And I don't think that's it at all. There's, there, again, like I said, it's a misconception. I think what Carl Jung was trying to say is that by you knowing your own darkness, by you knowing what you're capable of doing within yourself is a good method of recognizing it with other people. So when you recognize it within other people, you're able to sort of adapt and deal with the situation a little better. Right. Like, for example, let's say you have a boss at work. Right. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, OK, what does this have to do with anything? Glad you, I'm glad you asked that. So let's say you have like this tyrannical boss. You know, this dude's a dictator. He pretty much he or she, whatever the case may be, um, they try to take ownership of your life while you're working there. They try to belittle you. Maybe they'll walk into a room and they'll say hi to everybody but you. Often when something like that happens, what I think is happening is that uh, it, well, f first of all, it's a form of disrespect because you would think that if you're going to walk in, you would at the very least have the, the compassion and, and common courtesy to say good morning to the people that are working under you, right? Because we're your underlings and we make you look good by doing our job, right? Now, when you have a boss like that, it's very good to recognize who they are as a human being. Because by you being able to see these type of like manipulative tactics, you're sort of able to deal with it in a better way. For instance, let's say you were passed up for a promotion and they gave it to somebody else. You know, you would probably tend to get a little bitter and then they would see that and they would attack you based off of that. Maybe they'll cut your hours or they'll put you in like a shittier position or they'll be like, oh, you know what? This person didn't take um, the adversity or the loss very well. So we're going to put them somewhere else. You don't want to do that. Don't put yourself in that mentality. Just recognize who that person is as a human being. Because if it's one thing I've learned about bosses, is that a lot of it is just a power trip within those walls, within that confinement, within that workspace. Because outside of that environment, they don't have many friends. You know, they could be big dog at their location, but in the outside world, not a lot of people really care for them. And all of these things tend to culminate during holiday parties, I've noticed. Because if you're at a holiday party and you're surrounded by all these coworkers, you know, you might not be anything to your boss, but... All these people that are talking to you will not talk to your employer. Your employer tends to be in a corner somewhere or they're talking to other bosses because those are the only other people that can tolerate them. You know, so again, recognize their evil, recognize the monster within them, because by doing that, you don't have to put yourself in that situation. You can you can take yourself out and sort of just tell yourself, you know what? I know what to do now. I'm going to play it cool. I'm going to do my job. I'm going to get out of here. And if I'm focusing on something else in my life, then that's what I'll do. Pretty much. I'll just I'll focus on something else. Right. Same thing with like family, for example. Maybe you have a, a toxic family member. Maybe you have family members that are just like uh, energy vampires. You know, they're parasitic organisms that just take, take, take from you. 
you know, and sometimes you don't want to involve yourself with them because every time you hear from them, it tends to be something negative and you don't want to hear that. But by recognizing these people, maybe you're being utilized as like a human wallet because they haven't been able to get their own lives together and they see that you're doing good. So by you doing good, they want to siphon that energy from you. And you know what? And that's them recognizing their own personal monster and their own personal demon within. Because for them to be able to utilize you in that manner, there has to be a certain degree of manipulation and and downright human evil that comes from something like that. And I've always thought that, you know, because why would your family want to put you through something like that? Why wouldn't they want to just be like, you know what? No, this is my brother or my sister or my mom or father, niece, nephew, whatever the case may be. So why would I want to put them in this situation that makes them feel like their only worth towards me, their only purpose in my life is to provide me with something? So once you recognize that these toxic family members are essentially using their own monster or using their own shadow in order to uh, take resources from you and you recognize it, you're able to say, you know what? No, no, I don't want to give you this. How about you call me just to see how I'm doing? Because I think that's also important. If you can't establish any other type of relationship with them, then what's the what's the point? You know, if you have a friend, it could be the same thing. We've had a plethora of different people coming in and out of our lives. Some of them we call acquaintances, some of them we call friends. But it doesn't change the fact that there will be times where you have people that are just not good to be in your life. You know, you could have a friend that's like a very bad influence on you. Maybe your friend got you to steal something because, you know, they're they're thieves. Maybe they lived a horrible lifestyle. Maybe they have a toxic family of their own. And that tends to bleed into you. Because you know what they say, when you start to hang around people, you start to copy each other's like vocabulary, your mannerisms, your manner of being for that matter, you know? And when you do stuff like that, you tend to sort of assimilate and they become a little bit of you and you become a little bit of them. But if you have a, a toxic friend that's always uh, trying to get you into trouble, you know, and if you're not that type of person inherently, if in your heart deep down, you know, this isn't who I am, then you have to cut the cancer out. As messed up as that sounds, not everybody that's in your life is good for you. You know, people can be very manipulative. People are very quick to get Machiavellian on you whenever they have an agenda and there's something that they want to do. And in order for them to progress with that agenda, they have to be able to see who's vulnerable, who can they take advantage of, who can they they extract resources from, whether it be emotional resources or physical resources, because we all have that within us. And by recognizing your own shadow, by recognizing your own inner evil, it's not, again, it's not to be utilized in an evil manner. It's simply for you to recognize those that are around you and how you can deal with them accordingly based off of the situation that you're in. So if your friend tells you, for example, hey, man, um, we're going to steal this car tonight. For example, I've been watching this guy or gal, and they always leave to work around this time. Their car's parked in the same spot. This is our opportunity. Let's fucking go. Now, you, you might ask yourself, hey, you know what? This might be a good opportunity, but why would you want to do that? If, that's, if that isn't who you are inherently, why would you put yourself in that situation? So you can tell them, no, I'm not going to do that. And as a matter of fact, I don't think you're someone that's healthy to be in my life. Because if you were a good person, if you were a, a person of like value or, and moral you wouldn't do this. You see yourself as, as this like paragon of virtue sometimes, but you're really not, you know, and you have to recognize that within yourself. So you cut those people off. You don't keep them. Now, granted, you don't have to be like vicious about it. You could just simply tell them, look, you know what? Um, I just don't think like this is going to work out because we clearly have 
different beliefs, different ideologies on what we believe we should be doing. Maybe I want to, you know, be self-sustaining and I want to work my ass off. And if I start getting into it with the wrong people, that's going to put me in danger. Then I might get arrested or worse. Maybe that person that you're robbing comes out with a shotgun and blows your brains out. Now what? What are you going to do? You can't do anything because you're already gone. You know, even with relationships, same thing. Sometimes you're in, in a toxic, manipulative relationship and not not everyone that you love is always going to necessarily be the best person for you. You can care about them dearly, but it doesn't mean that they don't have agendas of their own. Everybody does, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all about self-preservation. So if you're able to see that shadow, if you're able to see that um, inner manipulation that tends to go on, you're able to sort of get yourself out of that situation. You know, whether you love or hate them, the truth will come out eventually one way or another. You know, maybe you got a partner that cheats on you, for example, right? And you tell yourself, no, no, they're not cheating on me. They would never do that to me. Why? What makes you different? What makes you so special? If someone wants to cheat, they're going to cheat. And there's nothing that you can do about it unless you confront them about it or that person tells you, right? Because we live in the social media age. So if somebody wants to do some dirt, they're going to do it. <laughs> Let's just keep it real here, right? So if that person is a cheater and they claim to be this, this person of character or moral virtue, by you being able to recognize their own hidden evil, you're able to tell yourself, okay, you know what, maybe I don't want to involve myself in this situation anymore. And that's for anything. Again, like I said, whether it be friend, family, relationships, bosses, your life in general, complete strangers you see in the streets, for example, you don't know who anyone is. I think it's funny because Jordan Peterson spoke about this in uh, one of his speeches where he, he sort of had like the spiritual awakening where he uh, he finally realized that he didn't know a damn thing about himself. And he had to really look deep down because he uh, I think it was like a jail uh, that he, he he went to and he was left with like these inmates and they were working out, doing their thing. Then uh, this dude pulled him out to take him back to the person that he went there with initially. And uh, the guy that that took him out was like normal, chill dude or whatever. There wasn't anything like particularly wrong with him, but he was there for a reason. Right. So keep that in mind. So what ends up happening? When he goes back to the guy that brought him there initially, the guy tells him, hey, you know what? That guy that just brought you to me, he held down two cops at gunpoint and he shot them both in the back of the head. And Peterson told himself, wow, I didn't think that was possible. I didn't see this person as that kind of person. But that's the thing. You can never know who anyone really is because he thought he always thought to himself that if he knew true evil, it would be something that that physically manifests itself. Like this person would look like a, a wolf. He would look just like a dangerous human being. But no, the most dangerous human beings can often be normal looking. You know, that's where you get like the sociopaths, the psychopaths. You get all these different breeds of people and you never know who anyone is. You could be walking down the street, for example, and ask somebody for directions because you think, oh, you know what? Hey, this person looks normal. And bam, they rob you or they shoot you. Right. Now, granted, that's not the the norm that you would run into like on a day to day situation, but it's something that can definitely happen. So, again, by you recognizing your own inner evil, your own inner darkness, you're able to see what's happening around you with a, with a clear lens. You know, it's not being blocked off. It's not being smudged by your fingerprint, you know. Take some Windex, clean it off, and then you can see the picture more clearly, right? So you have to be a little more introspective and you really have to be more observant and look at everything that's happening around you because that is the way that you're going to know what's actually happening in this world. I think it's important. I've experienced it in my own personal life. 
You know, there are plenty of people that were in my life that I, I was like, hey, nah, these are good people. But they ended up being horrible. They were just horrible human beings. And at that moment, I had to make a choice. And I was like, is, is this something that I want to be a part of for the rest of my life? No, it's not. Because now, granted, I'm certainly no angel. I don't think any of us are. And if you pretend to be, you're simply lying to yourself. Because that's just not reality. It's not reality at all. So once you recognize who you are and what you're truly capable of, you put that into effect and you do what it is that you have to do in order to get to where you want to be at. If you want to work on a business, maybe you want to do a podcast, maybe you want to be a singer or an actor, or you want to be a chef, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, know the industry that you're going in, go in there with a sense of information. Don't go in there blindly, you know, really be that observant person that tells himself, okay, if I want to apply for this cooking job, for example, maybe I want to look up the restaurant. Maybe I want to see what type of people I'm working with. Are these people good? Does the employer yell at his employees? Let me go there and eat there a few times before I make this decision to want to sit down for an interview and get hired. If you are going to like a retailer, for example, and you want to apply for like a, a general, like generic a retail position, you know, maybe you might want to shop there first. Right. And you see how the employees react towards you. You see how maybe if there's a customer issue, how do they deal with it? You always want to kind of preview what it is that you're getting yourself into so that you can go in there with more information. Again, recognizing everybody, recognize everything around you, recognize your own evil, because once you see your own shadow, once you see your own darkness and you're able to utilize that and, and, and make it a strength, then that's how you don't get taken advantage of. You know, for instance, if I go to the gym and I'm bench pressing, maybe I didn't put out all the output I could. Maybe I did 10 reps instead of doing that 12 that I could have done. If I just pushed a little harder and I unleashed that, that monster within that allowed me to be able to push past that limitation because I know I'm capable of it. And there have been definitely many situations that have been in that way. There's a lot of situations that are like that in your day-to-day -day life. So just, you know, be a little more perceptive and know what's happening around you. And um, yeah, done. <laughs>